Hi, welcome to vegan business and marketing tips for cafes, restaurants, cloud kitchens, home bakers and chefs. If you're vegan and you either own or plan to start a vegan food business and you'd like to do this in a joyful, peaceful, deeply fulfilling way, then you're in the right place. I'm Susmita Veganosaurus and I'm so glad you're here. Let's kick off this episode with an inspiring message from someone who's taken my guidance and applied exactly what I'm teaching you in this limited series podcast. This message is from Neha Agarwal, who is a multi-passionate, a vegan author, a creative soul, and she runs Vaya Zeme, a clean label vegan products brand. This message is very close to my heart because Neha was the first person to start taking coaching from me when I launched my vegan business coaching program a few years ago. Do consider coaching from Susmita because um, when you are on the verge of being uh, you know, downtrodden or on the verge to give up, you'll have someone who will give you the confidence to carry on. And that someone will also give you the solutions of how you can go in the other direction and grow your business. That someone is Susmita. Sometimes it amazes me how Susmita can read my mind and I can kind of understand what she's saying before she says it. So I think that kind of uh, working relationship and the kind of Emotional connect that we have is uh, amazing. That's another advantage to taking up coaching and mentoring from someone whom you're comfortable with and you can trust. I wish uh, Susmit all the best and thank her for doing this for people like me. We all start out our businesses with a very specific idea in mind. Yes, you know, the general idea is to have a vegan food business. But beyond that, what product are we going to be selling? What will we be creating? How we are going to run it? How are we going to uh, market it? What is our messaging going to be? We have all these ideas and we visualize our business going a certain way uh, even before we begin. And the energy behind that visualization is what gets us going in the first place. It's great. It's great to have an idea in mind before beginning so that there's clarity for you, at least on where to begin and how to go about things. But over time, it's very, very important to keep reviewing our product, services, business practices, messaging, the way we work, all of it. We need to be completely honest with ourselves about what's working and what's not working. And then it doesn't matter how precious or dear that particular idea was to you. It doesn't matter how attached you are to it. If it isn't working, you need to be willing to just drop it like a hot potato. (laughs) You cannot hold on to it anymore because it isn't suitable for your business. 
एट आर रेस्टोरेंट वी ऑफन क्रिएटेड डिफरेंट न्यू थिंग्स ट्राइड दम आउट एंड फॉर द लॉन्गेस्ट टाइम इवन इफ वी डेंट सी एनी रिजल्ट और एनी इंटरेस्ट और द काइंड ऑफ इंटरेस्ट दैट वी होप वीड गेट वीड होल्ड ऑन टू इट इन द इनिशियल ईयर्स एस्पेशली वीड जस्ट होल्ड ऑन टू इट एंड वीड बी लाइक नो नो दिस इज सो ऑसम दिस इज सो टेस्टी और यू नो द आइडिया बिहाइंड दिस कॉन्सेप्ट इज सो गुड इट्स गोइंग टू कैच ऑन पीपल विल लाइक इट सो लेट्स कीप एट इट कीप एट इट कीप एट इट मोर ऑफन दैन नॉट this attachment that we had only slowed us down for a couple of years we made this mistake again and again with different things but then we really learned that you simply cannot hold on to something just because you love it if people aren't ordering that item it doesn't matter how cool it is how awesome the concept is how unique possibly if people aren't ordering it if it isn't moving the way you wanted it to then something's not right there you need to let it go we have tried all kinds of things and dropped them over the years and i feel like if we had started doing this much earlier if we had given ourselves some kind of timelines to see okay we're going to try out this concept this marketing idea if it doesn't work within a matter of uh, so many weeks or a month or two whatever depending on the idea if it doesn't work then we're just going to drop it and move on the biggest mistake that you can do is keep throwing more and more of your resources your love the teamwork and efforts and time more and more of it onto something just because you've already invested a lot of all of this into that particular idea it is only going to suck more and more and more out of you and not really give back okay if you feel like no no this is truly good but it isn't working put it on the back burner i'm not saying that you have to throw every single thing out some things yeah there are wish uh, admit it let go of it but some things can stay on the back burner because you're like you know what our customers right now or our target audience is not ready for this particular offering but maybe in the future when things shift and change they will be ready so don't feel bad that you've tried something out and put a lot of effort behind it treat it as experience when carrot started long before i became a partner and started uh, running things most of their menu had gluten free items in it they would refuse to use uh, whole wheat because whoever was helping them with the kitchen coming up with the recipes that person was very uh, stuck on super healthy organic gluten free allergy friendly in different ways you know whole food plant based all of that so all their items or at least you know most of the menu was created on these lines by the time i took over it was very clear to see what was working and what wasn't because i had experienced this business also from a customer point of view before i became an owner and 
I kept telling them like, come on, you know, it's it's vegan and you cannot compromise on the taste. That is the most important thing. And all these other additional things you're doing, these experiments of gluten-free and whatnot, people aren't ready for it, at least not the larger market. So once I took over, I convinced the rest of the team to let go of this idea of making it super healthy and turn it into something with more options. So for example, there was this dish called baked potato wedges, which people did like, but because it was oil-free and it was baked, it was there in place of fries, it took forever to prepare it. So it was just not practical. So I got them to get rid of it and introduce just regular old french fries instead. You would think that, you know, because the wedges were loved by a certain set of people and because people found it unique and interesting back then, not a lot of places had that option, that people would be upset. Yes, a couple of people were upset. But overall, the fries had a much more welcoming, wider reception (laughs) than the baked potato wedges did. That's just one way of how we adapted and changed. And sometimes you just have to do it. Same thing happened with the cakes. All the cakes were gluten-free, but then not everybody likes gluten-free. Some things work, some things don't work. Yes, we had a big chunk of customer base who were allergic to gluten. And I was like, you know what, let's provide them with the gluten-free as an option. But for the general crowd, let's start using wheat. We didn't even have to switch to uh, all-purpose flour. We only switched to whole wheat and it made a world of difference in the taste, the texture, the fluffiness, everything of the cake. And of course, the appeal because Many more people, vegans and non-vegans alike, started liking these cakes. However, because in the initial couple of years, the kitchen team had struggled to learn gluten-free baking, healthy cooking, and they had worked very hard to get decent recipes which match all these criteria, that Even after we introduced all the, you know, the junky food into our menu as well as the uh, wheat cakes and things like that. When we did have people asking for gluten-free, it was easy for our chefs to bake those cakes. And really good quality stuff too. Things that the gluten-free people totally enjoyed. Same thing for oil-free, same thing for anything else, you know, grain-free, so many things. We were so adventurous in the first couple of years, so obsessed with having all these healthy options that when we finally didn't make the healthy options just part of our normal menu, we still had enough expertise to be able to cater to people who needed them. Years later, when people were more aware about eating healthy, when a lot more people wanted to have gluten-free stuff, we were the place to come to. We could make stuff that was suitable to anyone with pretty much any kind of allergy or food preference. 
and that landed us in a very unique position so my point is that original idea that didn't work of keeping everything healthy gluten free blah 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 on the menu we put it on the back burner but when the time came for it we were ready so don't feel bad about any ideas you've thrown yourself at because you believed they were like going to be a hit because you meant well don't feel so bad that you held on to it initially or you put any amount of effort towards it instead be happy that you know what you have gained experience in an area that maybe others haven't and you never know when it's going to be useful but now is not the time for it so let's put it aside and then embrace what is working and also because we've put aside what wasn't working we have more uh, time and bandwidth and uh, space for creativity to come up with more new ideas that uh, possibly will work and this is how you shift and adapt and grow your business and you don't lose hope because one you have the space to keep trying new things if you want to to you're confident enough to let go of what isn't working instead of holding on to hope that somehow it'll work and three you have already tried things which you never know when they're going to serve you in the future so be ready to let go of things that don't work and to transform adapt and grow with the times with the business with your audience that flowing will keep you very very confident in who you are and what your business is i hope you found all the information i've been sharing on this limited series podcast really really useful and applying whatever i've taught so far in your business and seeing the shifts and the changes if you feel like you need more personal guidance very tailored to you as a person your business and your unique target audience then i'd be very happy to work with you book a one hour vegan coaching session with me i'm here to support you to guide you and to answer any questions you have to the best of my ability You can find the link to book your vegan business coaching call in the description of this episode. Talk to you again in the next lesson. Bye.